You are now tuned in to the award-winning Comic Section Podcast Network. In a world where comic books have taken over the mainstream, where the geeks inherited the earth, where the nerds have taken over the turf. Ah, nerds! From the TV screens and movie scenes. From collecting your favorite pop toys. They're figurines! Where cosplay is your freedom of expression. Where cartoons and animes are your absolute obsession. If you're looking for a podcast that shares that connection, you can find this and more in the comic section. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a special edition of the Comic Section Podcast spinoff show, The Comic Section Interviews. And who I have with me as a guest today, super excited. I've been trying to hunt this person down for quite some time. Uh, but this uh, this person right here is someone who I've said on countless countless occasions that I idolize. And um, and I still do. Um, I'm just marveled at, you know, obviously the resume. I can spend all day long going over the resume. So, um, But for those of you... All of our listeners out there who, you know, may may know, may not, um, radio personality in Charleston, South Carolina for the, oh man, it's been years. Uh, I don't want to, you know, put in, you know, date your age or whatnot, but, <laughs> but from years, you know, you've been, you've been hearing her on the radio and also you've been seeing her as a news anchor on a local news at WCIV ABC News 4. Um, I have with me the legendary, iconic <laughs> queen, oh. Miss Tessa Spencer. <laughs> Welcome to the comic section. Oh, man. J-Rock. Look, look at J-Rock, man. Look at you. Look at you. Man, I, I'm proud of you and, uh, you know, all that other stuff that you said about me. You know, thank you so much. And um, you, you put me on way too high of a pedestal. But oh. um, I, I do I do appreciate you so so very very much and i'm hey i'm glad to be a part of what it is that that you're doing oh thank you thank you well that's the thing i kind of again i i have like three people in my you know and as far as broadcasting that i you know yeah. hold up to a high regard so mm-hmm. obviously all of our listeners who they know already that you know i was a radio personality and uh yeah. and obviously the three people that i've I always looked to um, for guidance, even though it may not be as far as like, you know, maybe personal communication, but I watch, yeah. I'm very yeah. observant. So, um, yeah. so the three people, um, I've made mention on here before my mentor, Yanni Rude, uh, uh-huh. he's who I interned under at, uh, yeah. at Z93, uh, mm-hmm. yourself, obviously oh. I kind of, I kind of <laughs> have it like mentor, Yanni Rude, idol, okay. idol yourself. Okay. <laughs> and inspired by Charlemagne uh-huh. the God. Oh and wow! So those, wow. so those three <laughs> right there is kind of like uh, you know, my my major influences yeah. as far as broadcasting. Oh, wow. And uh, but yeah, I mean, so for this right here, this was yeah. really big because you know, for the listeners out there, especially in the local area, they know you. Um, I remember listening to you when I was when I was a kid. And yeah. when I uh, when I got into uh, when I got into Z93 as an intern, you know, that was one of the things I was super excited about, because when I went to school, I went to school for communications and yeah. I didn't even know I was going to be doing radio. That was kind of like something that, 
you know, I just fell in my lap. My professor really liked how I sounded and was like, you might want to look into this. And I did. And I got the internship and I'll never forget. It took me at least uh, I came up to the office probably like 25 (laughs) times to Uh the point (laughs) to the point where uh, they were just tired of me. So it was like, all right, come on in the back and just, you know, (laughs) like put me to work. Yeah, I know. Was that was that Terry that uh, that did that? No, you know what? It oh, was, yeah. who was who it was, was Greg Pitt. Greg, Greg, oh, yeah, okay. Greg yeah. Pitt. It was okay. Greg Pitt, okay. and then Greg yeah. Pitt was like, "All right, you know, you you've been yeah. coming up here for you know mm-hmm. like every day for like three weeks, so you know yeah. we like your determination." It's like, "All right, come on in," and you know they put me to work, and you know I, then that's mm-hmm. when I linked up with Yanni. And Yanni, yeah. Yanni put me through the, you know, the coals. Like he, right. <laughs> he made. Yeah, no. yeah, to give, you know, to give Yanni his credit. And mm-hmm. I remember when he first started at uh, Z93 and uh, just to have watched his growth over the past few years and the heights that he's reached. And I know he's not going to, you know, stop. It's just been, it's just been really inspiring and just, just to see him grow and where he is now and, He's always willing, it seems to, you know, to reach back and, and help the people who really want it. And if you really want it, he's going to show you how uh, it, it really needs to be done and what you need to do, you know, to get to the next level. So, I mean, you could not have a, a better mentor uh, in Yanni, I believe. So that, that's great. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I just remember like uh, just doing all of them. Like I remember I have an account like cds and alphabetize yep. them and all of that stuff and i <laughs> just things you had to know i know, had to know i had to go i had to go through it i had to go through it and in as funny yeah. as kept like uh when i was interning and this is where you come in uh, i was uh i wanted to uh you know find out more about the breakfast club you know mm-hmm. the you know the original breakfast club for uh for the yeah. listeners out there who'd be like oh you mean uh that's out now it's like no 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 it was you know the breakfast yeah. club and yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I um, I'll never forget because I came in super early because I know you you guys would come in like around like four, yeah. four in the morning, yeah, about four thirty or so. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And um, and I told Yanni, I'm like, uh, Yanni, can I, uh, you know, maybe step in and kind of like, you know, just watch and shadow and just take notes. And uh, he was like, yeah, if you're going to wake up at four thirty in the morning, you're going to be up there. I was like, yeah, sure. I mean, I'm uh-huh. I'm, you know, star eyed, you know, yeah. hungry. I'm like, I want to find out yeah. everything. So I go up there and I think, uh, yeah, baby J was there uh-huh. and, uh, and I was like, okay, cool. Baby J's here. I'm like, okay, where's, uh-huh. where's Tessa? Like, uh, uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I'm afraid to ask yeah. for you. Cause I'm like, oh. I see baby J uh-huh. and you know, I'm obviously yeah. I'm starstruck by baby J still am. Shout out to baby yeah, J. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out. Definitely. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I don't, uh, I don't see Tessa. Mm-hmm. Then I see, uh-huh. I see Natty heavy. Shout Natty out to heavy, Natty. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And I'm just like, oh, okay. And I talked to Jay and he was like, oh, okay. So you're here to, you know, just, you know, shadow. I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah is, there, is everybody, everybody going to be here? He's like, oh, no, Tessa ain't yeah. coming today. Oh, I was like, oh. Because I was just about to say, well, where was I? Right, right. And it was like, oh, Tessa's not here today. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. All right. Okay, okay. okay cool. I'm, okay. you know. Either way, I'm here. Yeah, I'm just I'm happy sure to be here. Win win. Yeah, you had Jay, you had Nate. You know, yeah. Uh, you know, two great people uh, in their own right in the business, and you know, Nate has grown to be, uh, you know, who he is today, and just to see his growth, you know, has been amazing as well. So you were in yeah. good hands, man. No, I know, I know. I was. Need, you didn't need me. You no, need no, no. Me. But I, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like oh, the missing piece. You know, I was like, oh, this is awesome. But I'm like, oh, I'm, you know. But hey, I, I yeah. wasn't mad. I was just like, okay, so. You know, I, yeah. ever since then, 
you know, once, you know, I, I, you know, worked my way up, I've been trying. Like, this is the thing. I've been trying. It was kind of like I was stalking you. I was trying (laughs) to, uh, to get a hold of you, but like doing it in the the right way. I didn't want to seem like, you know, like, oh, who's this kid? Just get him out of here. Like, all right. (laughs) So, uh, so I'm super excited. This is the first time I really get to talk to you. (laughs) I know. And you know what? You're absolutely right. And for everybody that's listening, here's the thing, you know, um, you know, we work different hours, uh, shifts, you know, doing the radio station. So it would mm-hmm. see you, you know, like if there was a meeting or something, or if you came in early, cause you would come in and prep, you know, do or whatever the case may be. Right. And I think I'd say like, Hey, what up J rock? You mm-hmm. know, and I would say that, you know, keep it moving. I'm always being passing. And, yeah. um, but yeah, this is like really the first real conversation that we have ever had and we've known each other for a very long time mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. i'm in, yeah i'm enjoying it it's great yeah yeah i'm just ha- i'm just happy you know like for the listeners and for me because i get to pick your brain finally so you oh, know pick my brain i'm, I'm ready i'm ready okay oh, i'm ready okay here we go okay, so here um go. so right. what yeah. was it that got you into broadcasting i'll keep it pretty general okay but yeah what was okay, it you, you can get general you can go as deep as you want okay um, let me see um, you know what? And it was funny when you were kind of recounting how you got into it. Um, mm-hmm. I started out uh, in college at a Baptist college, which is now in Charleston Southern. So I'm really dating myself now. And I started, <laughs> um, <laughs> I started out as a Spanish major, secondary education minor. Um, I wanted to be a high school Spanish teacher because I, you know, had Spanish. I'd been studying it since I was in first grade. I was in honor Spanish by the time I got to high school. And so, you know, it seemed like a natural progression. My mother wanted me to be. Uh, an interpreter at the UN. I'm like, ah, I wasn't too sure about that. But anyway, um, I think by my sophomore year, it's just like I was like Forrest Gump when, you know, in that scene in the movie where he just got tired of running and he stopped. Right. Um, I sort of like, you know what? I'm tired of speaking Spanish. And I stopped and I switched my major to mass communications. Um, and from there, I really didn't know what I was going to do with it. I knew at one point in time in my life when I was five years old, I wanted to be a uh, um, a TV news anchor because my aunt at that time, Joan Mack, was the first black woman to anchor a primetime newscast in the city of Charleston back in the 70s. Wow. This is really cool. Yeah. So she was always kind of my role model. And I loved news. I was a news junkie. And I read a lot. I would read billboards when I would be in the back of the car when I was a little girl. If it had a sign, if it was a sign and it had words on it, I was reading you know, out loud. So I enjoyed doing that. So uh, to kind of fast forward, when I graduated from college, um, I didn't know what I was going to do, to be honest. And my mom said, hey, you need to find a job. So this is like, you know, almost a month after um, after graduation. And at that time, Carolyn Murray, who was uh, who's now with one of the other uh, TV stations here in Charleston, Mm -hmm. she had started in radio and she was the news director for back then it was magic. Uh, I think it was on the dial at that time was Magic 101.7. Mm-hmm. And she had gone to high school with my brother. So I kind of knew her, um, you know, through that avenue. I'd ran into her uh, a few months prior, I think, while I was still in school. She said, hey, when, when you graduate, give me a call. Let me know. And so when my mom said, hey, you need to find a job, the light bulb went off. I somehow contacted her. I'm not sure if I had her number. I called. I said, hey, I graduated. She was like, already? She said, well, I tell you what. We're looking for a um, a morning show producer. Uh, my PD is looking for a morning show producer. You should, you know, come in. I'll let him know about you, what have you. Mm-hmm. And so, and that was uh, Terry Bass. And um, I literally had to kind of 
be a pest and kind of <laughs> beg him, you know, hey, can I be the morning show producer? And so he brought me in for a little bit. You know what I did for like the first week? He had me going to the IHOP right there that was on Savannah Highway. That's oh, wow. where the radio station was at the time. And so I was like, hey, yeah, could you go pick up the breakfast order? I'm going to order breakfast, go pick it up, you know, bring it back. This is that and the third. And uh, that's how I got my foot in the door. And from there, the night guy, they let him go and they threw me in overnights. I had never been on the air before. Mm. Um, I was so nervous. I think I left my mic open that first night and the lady <laughs> called me up and she said, you know, hi, sweetheart. You know, glad you're glad you're working on the air. Um, but we can hear your con we can hear your conversation. <laughs> and I was so I was so mortified. I mean, I was a nervous wreck. I mean, my hands shook. And if I could find that air check and I was awful. Mm. Oh, my God. I was, I was, I was awful. And, uh. um, yeah, but that's how, that's how I got started. And, um, I worked, went on to work for Terry base, I think four times over my career, mm -hmm. um, with that, because I had to leave shortly after that, because I was, uh, in the, I was in the army reserves at the time we got called away and I had to serve on active duty for a year. Mm -hmm. So I only, once I first started radio, I only worked in radio for, I think, um, three, three months before I had to leave it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. wow. Wow. That's, that's how I got. Yeah, I know. That's how I got started. So. Yeah. And, you know, you know, what's funny is uh, it's basically kind of like a like a similar story. It's like when, when you first start, I guess that's kind of mm -hmm. how it is with like a lot of people who first start. It's like you do overnights. Yeah. And I, yeah. I remember doing overnights like midnights at 5 a.m. And I would always yeah, yeah. I, I always get like those truck drivers like at 3 a.m. Yep. that would call up. It's yep. like, hey, I'm just driving uh -huh. driving to uh, Charlotte or I'm driving to Atlanta. Yeah, just, you know, exactly. heard you. <laughs> yeah. And they do, you know, and they're lonely, just like we're in that studio lonely by ourselves. Right. <laughs> you know, right. We're, and we're thinking, and, you know, we're thinking, man, ain't nobody up. Ain't nobody listening, you know. But um, yeah, yeah, people are. So, yeah, right. And, definitely. And you mm -hmm. mentioned that um, your idol being uh, being one of like the, the first black uh, black mm -hmm. news anchor. Um, mm -hmm. and how important that was, uh, you know, mm -hmm. for the listeners that's out there, like, uh, can mm -hmm. you kind of let them, you know, let them know as mm -hmm. to like the importance of, yeah. of that? Yeah. Um, because back then in the seventies, there were really no people of color working and it was so, it was to a point, um, you know, you could count them on your hand if that, mm -hmm. and, um, the way my aunt told the story, because, uh, she went to a South Carolina State University. I think her degree was in a, a political science. Mm -hmm. uh, she was studying political science. And so she was approached. And, and I say that to say that was almost my similar approach, how I got into television. Uh, but that she was approached by um, someone at the TV station and said, hey, how would you like to try your hand? How would you like to be a reporter? And she's like, well, I don't know anything about it. I'm a political science major. She never she didn't have any history. Uh, of studying, you know, broadcasting or anything like that. Yeah. And so thankfully she got in there, she did the work and she became one of the most known voices and faces uh, in Charleston um, in the seventies and eighties. And she even had her own talk show on Saturdays. I remember it was like a lifestyle show, variety show. She'd have performers and, you know, community guests on and things of that nature. I remember watching that, you know, yeah. every weekend, right. but it was very important at that time to, um, see a person of color because now it's like oh wow mm -hmm. it's somebody that you know that looks like us you know we still come across that even still to this day right um, in some instances so but no it was very important during that time and especially being a female right um and doing that yeah because back then television was such a male dominated business mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and i can imagine that's uh you know with that being so like such a thing that you know, you don't really come across too often. I know sometimes with, right. with me on the uh, on the comic uh, nerd side of the world, it's kind of <laughs> like 
you know, when you see when you see people of color kind of break through, it's always mm-hmm. it's always like, yes, like, you know, it's yeah. something that we can, you know, we're not always in a box. And that kind of right. that kind of leads me into another reason why, you know, how, why I admire you so much is because mm-hmm. with me, when uh, working in radio, I didn't want to be put in a box and mm-hmm. working at Z93 for 13, maybe 13 and a half, 14 years. I was like, okay, cool. This is great. Um, and, you know, I'm definitely honored, but I felt like I want to do more because I felt like it was like a glass ceiling. And I was like, oh, man, well, you know what? I can, I don't want to just be, because I'm black, I don't want to just be known as, oh, okay, you do hip hop. And, of course. And I'm like, okay, cool. I can do it. I love hip hop, of yeah. course. But I'm like, you know what? I want to, mm-hmm. you know, kind of want to challenge myself some. So I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Let me mm-hmm. go and see if it's okay if I can, you know, do, you know, some pop, do on the pop yeah. side. Because I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. thinking, you know, pop music, hip hop is kind of, you know, yeah, very similar. Yeah, it's kind of very similar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I was looking into doing that. And I remember talking to, you know, Yanni and talking to Terry Bass and talking to a few people at the mm-hmm. time. And um and I was like, yo, is that, has anyone ever done that? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tessa. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> like Tessa's over there right now, actually. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh. I was doing I was doing Essex and country. Right, and doing, the, and that's the that's the other thing. Match. That's the other thing. Yeah. So it's kind of like I me. I'm unknowingly, but also knowingly kind of followed um, your path as far as for, you know, from going to Z to doing the pop 95SX to doing country. And I remember when I told my family, I was like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm about to be on a country station. Like, what? And it's like, hold on. And I was like, yep. I was like, I wanted because I wanted to break that mold. I wanted to to be as versatile as possible. And when I saw that you already have done that. That was like, oh man, see, this is why this is this is why I love Tessa so much, man. Like this Aww. is this is yeah. you know, and I'm like I'm <laughs> yeah. unknowingly following your path. Yeah. So um if you want to kinda, you know, explain to the people, at least yeah. to me, I'm mm-hmm. like the importance of being versatile, especially yeah. if you're a person yeah. of color, you know, how mm-hmm. important that is, especially in the broadcasting media world. Right. Mm-hmm. And I will say, first of all, um, kudos to you for recognizing um to yourself and saying that, hey, I don't want to be put in a box um, and and stepping out and letting, you know, people in positions that can uh, that can put you uh, in other areas and, you know, and, and saying that to them. Um, it is important, especially, I think, in the entertainment world, period, you should be very well rounded. And I've always, you know, music, I've always loved music. I think my first, my mom bought me my first headphones, I think when I was like eight years old, because I listened to music all the time and she didn't, she didn't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. So really I should be, I, I should be losing my hearing right about now. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would have it, you know, I would have it turned, you know, I have it turned all the way up. Right. But I think it's always very important to, to, to dabble in other things and stretch yourself and see, you know, growing up, um, I listened to all types of music. Um, I listened, I grew up on like 70s rock. I love, and to this day, you know, I love, you know, Journey and, mm-hmm. and Chicago and right. all the, you know, those bring back memories for me so I can easily fit into that genre. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up watching, again, I'm dating myself throughout this whole thing. <laughs> uh, when I was a little girl, you know, I loved Charlie Pride. I used to watch Hee Haw every weekend. I had a Hee Haw overall thing. Ah. So, you know, I, you know, I was exposed to that and, you know, I grew up 
um, listening to 95SX, you know, when I was in high school and I love mm -hmm. pop music, I love pop music, um, you know, to this day. What? But I think what, what will help you fit into all these other areas is if you are authentically you. Uh, you don't have to be on a country station and talk country. Right. Uh, you don't have to be on a pop station and conform to any you know certain way. But I think it's within you if you're mm -hmm. a person uh, who loves music, you know, generally, and you know, uh, you know what's going on in the world. Those things will take you um, take you full circle. If I may, just give an example of how important it is to not let people put you in a box. Mm -hmm. um, during uh, when I was uh, doing mornings with Z ninety three, and the company sent us up to uh, Providence and. I'm sure you remember that they sent us up yeah, to Providence right. uh, to, to the affiliate um, up there to take the place of Howard Stern. They had Howard Stern on a hip hop station. What? That's weird. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. And so when so and so when, you know, we got up there, um, they're like, OK, so how do we market you guys? What do you mean market? You know, um, mm. this is a black hip hop. This is a black morning show. Mm. Uh, Providence, you know, Providence, predominantly white. Um, and Jay and I looked at each baby Jay and I looked at each other. It's like, how do you market us? I mean, a black morning show. We're just a morning show. Mm -hmm. We talk. We talk about news. We talk about entertainment. Um, you know, and all and all that stuff. So just because we are black in the physical, you're seeing us, mm -hmm. doesn't mean that we are we pigeonholed ourselves into we're just an urban show and it's going to be all urban this, all urban that, and it's all we're going to focus on no right. if it's an issue that's affecting a community we're talking about that if it's an issue that's going on around the world black white uh whatever we're talking about that so it's very important to um just be authentically who you are and that's what's going to draw people to you and colors now you know it's now secondary right really yeah so but yeah but i had to use that as an example because that's something that just kind of always uh, stuck out to me because then they had to figure out how they were going to market us to the Burger King uh, sales rep uh, <laughs> advertising um, agency up there. It's like, well, it's a black morning show, so we got to figure out how we're going to market it to Burger King. Mm -hmm. What do you mean? <laughs> we're just a morning show. <laughs> right. What are you talking about? Right. And, you know, that was the first time I'd ever in my life had experienced something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, you, yeah. Mm -hmm. and that's the thing, too, because uh, when you were talking about being, you know, authentically you, um, I'm reading a book right now that, uh, mm -hmm. that definitely highlights that. And, uh, and yeah, that's kind of the thing It's like when I, when I was looking into, you know, let me go over and branch out, uh, mm -hmm. and I listened to some of your air checks and, you know, you were a hundred percent like, you know, you sounded like you, like there was no, you know, no inflection. Cause I know people asked me like, Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. You're going to be on a country station. I'm like, are you, are you yeah. going to like twang it up some? Or are you going to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, <laughs> right? I'm, I'm like, no, no. I mean, it's kind of yeah. like, I'll be a character. I don't want, I don't want to be a character. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. So exactly. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm, I'm, mm -mm, I can't do that. But, uh, but yeah, yeah exactly. So it's, uh, again, it's just like a, a testament to, to why, you know, when I see you out and you're, you're doing so much, uh, in the world as far as the community goes, you know, obviously with broadcasting too. Um, uh, next question I have for you is that, do you feel, mm -hmm. or do you feel like you're on your way or you might've found it, um, your life's purpose? Mm -hmm. it, oh, okay. This is so timely. Let me tell you, I just came off of a, um, not too long ago, I did uh, this journey. I did a prophetic journey mm -hmm. and I, you know, was wanting to know what my life purpose was. 
And as a person, if I may share something, you know, personal uh, about my life, mm-hmm. um, who's, you know, who suffered from depression, who's, mm-hmm. you know, suffered from, you know, low self-esteem and just thought that, you know, why am I here? Oh my God, I don't, I would just, it's really not, the, this place would be so much better if I wasn't here, you know, going through, you know, going through that in my twenties up until the time I had my, um, I gave birth to my second son. Mm. But um, I feel like I'm well on my way since I went through my journey. It was a, a, a four week journey and mm. it helped me to kind of, to get quiet. Uh, to listen um, for spirit and to be guided and what is it that, you know, spirit is telling me in this particular instance or through this person or through this experience. Mm-hmm. And what I, you know, what I found out about myself is whether I want to be a part of it or not, I'm here to lead people to um, a better way of thinking to lead people um, into a relationship with Christ in some ways. And mm-hmm. then I don't want to get all, you know, preachy, preachy. like, oh, my mm-hmm. God, she's a Bible thumper. She's a preachy, preachy. <laughs> no, but it's, but, it's still, no, but it's still very, very, and, and I, have to, I have to do that and say that because I mm-hmm. wouldn't be where I am today right. um, without, without God. So, um, and I'm learning that because I always say, well, I feel like I always I want to be able to do random acts of kindness for people. Right. I want to be able if I'm the grocery, you know, not not let them know that you know I did it, but just to be able if I see somebody in need to help them. But um, I'm here to be a helper to mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Um, whether whether I want or not, and as I realize that more, I open my I'm opening myself up to to walking in that purpose that. Um, Right. I'm going to help people in ways that I don't even know that I'm doing it. Oh, right. So, right. Absolutely. Yeah, just by, oh. just by being me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, well, yeah, I could yeah. already, I could already tell you that, that, uh, that's definitely real. Cause you've helped me in, in so many ways. <laughs> Cause like I said, it's just like, I, you know, with just watching you, um, and again, like I'm, I'm obviously a, a low key private person, but I, yeah. I listen, I tell people I listen with my eyes. Cause, right. Because yes. I, you know, I can hear what a lot of people say, but when I look and I can see mm-hmm. and I'm just and I observe and and it's just, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, as far as because mm-hmm. I'm kind of on that path as well, where, mm-hmm. I, you know, figuring out what my purpose is and mm-hmm. having having a few people come up to me and say little things that, you know, that I've helped them in some way. Uh, yeah. I feel like that's that kind of like, wow, like that blew me away from. Um, yeah and it's (laughs) and yeah it's just like uh so i'm right there with you as far as like uh just on that journey i feel like uh i do feel like i'm on my way as well but again that's why i say you know with uh with you it's like you've helped so many people um along the way like uh Mm -hmm. that's why i'm always like hey you're you are my idol I say that all the time because I want to make oh. sure you know this, like at least, oh, wow. you know, at least with me for sure. And uh, yeah, I know it's not just so with much. me, but um, thank you. Thank oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Now, <laughs> what advice would you give to someone who uh-huh. like you and, and myself who are like out there trying to figure out, you know, how to find that purpose? Is yeah. that something that uh, that you can kind of like touch on and like, OK, maybe you need to, like you said, be uh-huh. alone or, you know. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, the way you, wherever we get, um, we'll get to where we need to be on our own, I'm sure. 
because mm -hmm. first of all, we're starting to search. And it all begins with a desire to know more and want to know more um, about yourself and why you're here. I think the process begins with really looking at yourself. If you've got to, you know, write down, uh, uh, write down uh, your best attributes or and be honest about what your flaws are. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think a lot of people ignore their flaws. They only want to recognize and uplift in themselves the stuff that's good about them. Mm. But just like we have good things about us, we have things that are the opposite of good that have, you know, over the years have made us make bad decisions or choose wrong relationships or, you know, whatever the, the, the case may be. But our journey can begin with first recognizing who we are on the inside and be as honest as we can with ourselves. Know what we need to work on and start to get to work, you know, on that. Now that's just the stuff that's on the, the, the surface or it, it's a couple of layers deep, you know, in that regard, mm -hmm. but still it begins in order to really know what your life purpose is. You have to have a, a close connection with that higher power mm -hmm. because the, that's where the answers are. That's where you're gonna hear. Um, that's where you're gonna hear uh, spirit speaking to you and guiding you, and you would you're gonna realize. Wait a minute, I've been hearing this this whole time. Mm -hmm. That time when that person came up to me and told me this, and I just and I blew it off, or I was in this particular situation, and that seemed kind of like a coincidence or stuff. Nothing is ever by coincidence. The people that we encounter, the encouragement, you know, that we get from people, the rant, I, ha I have a tendency to draw people that uh, can tell me, you know, things about myself. I tend to make friends with those people easily. They pick me out of a crowd. I don't know what it is, but it always comes during a time when I'm doubting myself. Mm. But I think you have to connect to a higher, a higher power. Yeah. Um, um, in that journey to help you get to that. So, right. and be prepared for what it, and be prepared for what you find out about yourself because how you perceive yourself to be or how you may promote yourself on social media or promote yourself in public or whatever the case may be, could mm -hmm. be completely different of what your life's purpose is. And mm -hmm. it's going to look a lot different. So, right, right, right. That's what, that, that's what I think. And I'm only speaking from experience. So certainly this is not a blueprint Mm -hmm. um, that you you must do this, you must do that. I can only tell you what has worked for me. Right, right. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's that's great, amazing advice. Cause, uh, yeah, cause I've I've had a few people ask me, um, mm -hmm. I guess you know how to figure something like that out. And yeah, that's amazing to uh, as far as mm -hmm. like finding out that the little cues that you know mm -hmm. that's out there for you. It's kind of like yeah. uh, like me. I'm learning how to. Uh, you know, like let go and trust. Yes. And that's the yes. hardest thing for me to do. It is. Uh, it is. Because mm -hmm. obviously, you know, um, you know, my situation, which was, you know, when the pandemic happened uh, and I was I was furloughed um, from from radio and mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, man, what am I what am I going to do? <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. right, and like this right. is I've been doing this. And but at the same time. Uh, a part of me is always kind of was like, all right, I, I really want to like figure out how to build my own thing. Like when I was right. when I was there, I would look at like the radio station logos, and I'm like, you know mm -hmm. what, I can have my own logo up there. Like right. I can mm -hmm. I can have my own, and you know, I'm thankful of this new medium 
called podcasting that's like super yeah. popular now. It's like everything's kind of there's so many. It's like over two million plus podcasts mm-hmm. that's out there and growing. And you know, it's, that's the thing. When I was in when I started, I'll never forget. Like the part timers would tell me, "Hey." J Rock, you gotta find you gotta find something that something else on the side, man. Like you gotta yeah. you gotta figure out you know what you can do. And mm-hmm. for years, I was struggling with that. I didn't know. I didn't DJ. Everyone came up to me was like, "Well, you DJ?" Yeah. I'm like, "Nah, I yeah. I, I no. don't I don't DJ." It's like, "Oh, yeah. you, do you do like voice imaging?" And you know, you know, mm-hmm. like obviously this is radio terms for the people out there. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, like, exactly. do you do anything yeah. like that? I'm like, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I can learn, but I'm still not not sure i don't know where i where i fit i always felt like an an outlier when when mm-hmm. i first started obviously i guess that's how you know any new job but especially in radio and mm-hmm. obviously with the staff that we had uh when i yeah. was there it was like a huge staff it was like how many like yeah. 15 20 of us yeah so i was yeah, like yeah we had a nice little vibrant place. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i was like man I, I felt like the oddball i didn't know i'm still trying to figure out you know and that's one thing that was always told to me which was like, okay, you got to find your own thing. And for years, I've been like trying to figure yeah. that out. And I've, and I finally feel like this is, I feel, yes. feel like this is it. Like the years right. that I've put in doing radio mm-hmm. and transferring it to the podcast room, it's like, oh, right. okay, like this is, I feel like this is it. Um, right. And, and you know what? And when you feel and when you feel that, Jay Rock, I'm sorry not to cut you off, mm-hmm. but when you feel that and you feel comfortable and it comes easy and you feel like, OK, that's the missing piece and you fit right in, mm-hmm. then that's then that's, you know, all by design. Right. And and sometimes to get to that, you know, you had to go through, you know, begging to get in the door, mm-hmm. you know, to to then getting into the station, then realizing, hey, you got that nudge saying, hey, I don't want to be put in a box. And so because you're, you were you were taking action um, with what was being given to you, that feeling that was being churned on the inside that, you know, to want more and to, to desire more and to keep looking, you know, past what you saw right in front of you at that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's a testimony to, you know, where you are now. And just to, you know, like I said, this is the first time we've ever, this is the first time we've talked like this or had a conversation. Right. Um, but I hear, I hear that confidence in your voice and I hear the, um, how comfortable you are um, uh, in doing this. So, I mean, hey, I'm proud of you. Oh, thank you. Very, yeah, very proud of you. And I will say this, even, and here's another thing, it's something else that we have in common. I've been talking about wanting to do a podcast myself now for uh, maybe now a little over, uh, about a year. Oh. And, and you know, doing a relationship, uh, a relationship podcast uh, with my boyfriend. So because mm-hmm. we've grown, and I've you know been through a couple of marriages, or, <laughs> but I figured out you know I figured out what you know what my fault was. Right. Not that it was a fault, but no, I, was no, no. Concerned. I wanted my I, because of my childhood and the way I was raised. I wanted my own family and something that couldn't be taken from me. Mm-hmm. So you know, so that's you know that's that's something for a different topic. I don't think that might be too heavy for um. <laughs> for your show, <laughs> no, but, um, you know, but, but what I'm comfortable in talking about is relationships and mm-hmm. how men, um, operate differently than women, you know, how women, you know, we've got to be held accountable for some of the stuff that we do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and most of my opinion sometimes is, would be of the unpopular. unpopular. Okay. Yeah. And, th- and I think that's what, what makes me different because I've never gone with the status quo. Mm-hmm. And when everybody goes this way, Tessa is usually going the other way. Ah, okay. <laughs> uh, when, you know, when it comes to that, but right. I want, I feel like, 
you know, everyone needs to be held accountable in the relationships. Well, why do guys do this? Well, why do women do this? And women, mm. you really should not do, you know, things like that. So I want to say just by you doing, if you can do a podcast and look where you are then, you know, maybe I can try it too. A hundred percent. What? <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm already intrigued. I'm already ready for the first episode. How you got it you set know? up. I am ready. Yeah. yeah. Man, I'm thinking, well, then I'm thinking, well, shoot, well, maybe I need to get out of TV first because then I can't have all my opinions about this stuff and really talk about the relationship uh, I want to have, I think. And, you know, and right. be in the position that I am right now because it's really, you know, a different side of me in regards, you know, to what you see at, at 30 minutes at a time. Right. So, right. Um, but yeah, so, you know, but I'm sure it'll be revealed to me and the desire is there and mm-hmm. it's going to blossom in the manner it's going to blossom mm-hmm. and, uh, mm-hmm. it'll, and, and it'll, and it will happen. Right. Um, but yeah, but I just want to let you know that, that that's another thing that um, we also have in common. All right, all right, all right. Oh, well, almost, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have a desire yeah. to do a podcast. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And look, I, I always tell everybody I know to at least try it. Yeah. Um, obviously, yeah. obviously, with your broadcast experience, you're going to it's going to be amazing. I already I already know this. But, uh, <laughs> well, you know, now I got to now I got to pick your brain. Of course. And and, and find out. OK, so I, I'm saying, all right, J-Rock, mm-hmm. set me up. Get I got started. you. What I, I need to do. I got All you. Right. I got I'll produce All it. Right. I got you. Isn't you ain't say nothing but a word. Oh, oh snap. What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See? Right, see? Then. Look, see? That's you, what I like. That's what I like. Honestly, because uh the one thing that I uh from the podcast point of view, I got my uh let me see. I got my jump to actually do it from uh mm-hmm. director Kevin Smith. Are you familiar with Kevin Smith at all? Yeah, I've heard that name. Vaguely. Oh, um but he's cartoon. Does he, what does he do? Well, um, producer Kevin Smith. No, what? Right, he directs. Uh, he directed uh, like a couple of movies, like some like indie movies from the '90s, like uh, like Clerks, which is kind of like cult classics. Oh. Um, oh. Okay. 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 Right, and he's like a huge nerd too. So this is this oh, okay. is another I'm reason why. Him right now. Okay. Talk. Oh, okay. There he is. Yeah. Okay. Filmmaker, actor, comedian, comic book writer, author, and podcast. Right. Oh, okay. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I would mm-hmm. listen to his podcast, and one thing that he would say is like, "Hey, I encourage everyone." the podcast just you and your group Mm -hmm. of friends you know get together and talk because uh you know a lot of people don't you know talking is a lost art nowadays because everybody texts and nobody even answers the phone anymore i don't feel like talking just text right so um yeah yeah and the and the crazy thing is talking of going back to what you're saying about signs and the things that you know the higher power kind of shows you that you're on the right mm-hmm. path i actually got a chance mm-hmm. to interview him and i told him this wow. uh for wow. on on 95 sx um so, yeah. sh- so shout outs to uh johnny O and the yeah, guys johnny over there oh, he, oh, oh, he, oh, right yeah. he said uh <laughs> he was able to he allowed me to actually enter because he he had his movie premiere he actually was going on mm-hmm. tour and he came to charleston so he oh, uh okay. and he was like, Okay, I guess his uh his people reached out to ninety five SX and they were like, yeah. Hey, you know, we want to promote it and I'm yeah. like one of the biggest Kevin Smith fans I know. So wow. I'm like, yo, let me Look at that. let me do that. Let yeah. me do that. And yeah. Yeah. you know, thankfully I was able to interview him and I told him the story. I was like, Yeah, you're the reason why I started podcasting. And wow. uh, and he was oh man that was that was amazing man he's the nicest guy ever so um, yeah. so from but him see, but see but, but see how yeah but see how God sets that up yeah. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Go no, I, no, you're fine. You're fine. Because I was going to say, kind of like, you know, from what yeah. he said to me, me saying mm-hmm. to you is kind of like full circle. Just just do it. I know you're going to, it's wow. going to be, yeah, I, I wow. can see that your podcast is going to, I mean, obviously, you know, 
you're you're you so obviously everyone's going to tune in already because they want to hear what you have to say that's a yes especially your you know your opinions about things because going back to the news side and Mm -hmm. you know before we started recording you know the the balance the balancing act as far as how to keep your emotions in check when certain things Mm -hmm. happen like Mm -hmm. how i can only imagine how difficult that is um, yeah. especially if there's like something that's happening in the news that really affects you, but you really got to mm-hmm. keep it, you know, yeah. keep it mm-hmm. together. Like how difficult mm-hmm. I, I can only imagine, but how difficult is yeah, that truly? It really is. And I think I got tested with it really, uh, really bad with, uh, um, the mother Emanuel shootings because, um, over my career, I had connected with seven, six or seven out of the nine, mm. um, and the last one that I connected with was that Monday before um, he was murdered, and that was Taiwan Sanders. Mm. And he worked uh, in a barbershop with my brother. And I would always, whenever I would go in and visit, I would always, you know, Wanda, hey, you got your girlfriend yet? You know, no, Miss Tessa, no, not yet. You know, I'm just trying to work on me. I said, that's what you need to do. Work mm. on yourself. You know, that's what you need to do. You know, you don't need none of these little fast tail girls around here. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, work, work on yourself. That's right. Do that. And that night when I, that evening when I was walking out of the barbershop and mm. I forgot to say goodbye because he was, the, he was um, the chair that was right by the door. So he was in the first chair. Mm. Um, and I turned back around. I said, all right. Uh, all right, Wands, I'll see you later. Said, okay, Miss Tessa, I'll see you later. Mm-hmm. And by that Wednesday, um, um, that Wednesday morning, uh, when I got into work, that you know, early morning, I, had, I was doing morning news and the uh, morning show then, and came in, and you know, the newsroom, the parking lot was already full. They sent me downtown. They took me off the desk, sent me downtown. And at that time, when I was out there reporting, I didn't know, you know, who the victims were or. or or anything like that. And when I finished my last shot, my brother called me and he's like, Hey, Tess. Um, yeah. And he's just kind of beating around the bush. I'm like, Hey, you know, you know, what's up? What's, what's, what's going on? And he's like, um, yeah. Um, you know what? Did you hear about all who were in there? I said, no, no, I haven't, you know, I haven't heard any names yet. And he said, well, um, uh, well, Taiwanza was, um, and as soon as he said that, I, I broke down immediately crying. And my photog who was sitting in the, the car with me at that time, um, he had to get, he said, I'll, I'll, I'll leave you alone. He had, he had to get out you mm-hmm. know, of the car. And whenever I would have to read, you know, especially when I would get to Taiwan's the same, I, I still get kind of choked up even talking about it now. Yeah. Um, but to have to be able to <clears throat> keep those emotions in um, when you're reading the news and just like when we did the Derek Chauvin, um, when we had to read that, uh, uh, that he was found guilty when yeah. we were watching it leading up to when it was on the network and mm-hmm. network had taken over and was doing that before we went to our local news yeah. and watching it. I realized how much I had been keeping in, you know, over the past year mm-hmm. and not expressing because we're not we can't really have an opinion right. um, about things like that. And it's kind of hard for me because I can I tend to be a little opinionated mm. um, sometimes. But I just I exhaled and I just felt like I just wanted to break down. In tears, it's like I've been carrying a, a weight on my back or, you know, in my heart, you know, this whole time yeah. and, hadn't re- and hadn't really realized it, in, you know, until today. So it's very hard to, when you're in television news, you know, versus TV entertainment, when, mm. you know, you're like on a Entertainment Tonight or stuff where you can, you know, have an opinion about things. Um, yeah. You know, it's different. It's kind of hard. So, yeah, the balance is, it, it's tough. It's very tough. Yeah, yeah, I, I can imagine because I, I remember uh, a few times on uh, on the radio, 
mm-hmm. I would give my opinions on like certain songs. And then yeah. I remember like uh, I would get that uh, that hotline oh, <laughs> ring. Just, just when it blanks you, now your heart's like, oh, what I do now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, <laughs> and Terry Bass would be like, hey, you know. Uh, <laughs> Hey, you we know, can't be talking bad about the song. Can't be talking too you know? too bad about the song. I was like, well, I wasn't talking bad. I was I was more critic, you know, critical. Yeah, you know, it's that yeah, yeah, yeah. not bad, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, right. I was trying to, so yeah, no, man, we, we we can't bash our music. The music we, we can't bash the music. Can't now. bash just, the music. Just play, the, just play the music. Right, right, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah. okay, mm-hmm. yeah, all right. Well, nah, yeah. So that's just something that I I'm sure that uh mm-hmm. you know that you come across um, especially yeah. with a lot of these. Um, you know, high profile things that's in the news where you're kind of like, ah, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, is there any, uh, is there anything that you have in your mind that you want to accomplish? Like, is there like a goal of yours in, you know, it could be Mm -hmm. broadcasting still in that space or do you see yourself Mm -hmm. hosting? Cause I know you were, you know, you've done (laughs) so much. Uh, I remember hearing you, I think it was on like the mm-hmm. Stella Awards, wasn't the Stella yeah, Awards? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The, I've been the TV announcer for the Gospel Stella Awards since '96. Uh, right. Um. Every, yeah. Every year, except for one year when they had a new director and he wanted his wife to do it. Mm-hmm. Um. But but needless to say, they called me back again for the next year. That's right. Subsequently, I've been doing that. Uh. You know, ever since then. But yeah, I think I want to. And here's another thing. We can't be afraid in our process of finding out our life's purpose. Mm-hmm. We can't be afraid to speak out loud what it is we really want to do. Mm. And I find that I've fallen victim of that to myself on okay. so many occasions. And I'm still trying to get better at that because, you know, I would love to have my own talk show. Hey, I got you. I got you, girl. I got you. I can you. see that. Okay. Yep. You know, I, I see myself in more, I mean, I love news. I'm a news junkie, but I sometimes think that my realm has to be in a place where I can be myself. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I see myself doing some type of talk show. I mean, I, I always I always come back to that. And, to be, and it was weird during the time of my life. I think it was 2011 mm-hmm. for a period of three months or so. I would have random dreams that would last about there's almost like lucid dreams that would last maybe 12 seconds at the most but it all stemmed around me meeting oprah winfrey walking down the street having a conversation with her um to one uh to the last i think the last dream i had i was in the basement of like a building sitting around it was a square table huge room um and everyone was sitting around talking and they were like, oh, wow, I can't believe we're here. And I'm sitting there going, OK, so where are we? And she's like, oh, my God, this feels, oh, man, I'm working for Oprah Winfrey. This is what the person who was sitting you know, next to me was saying. Yeah. And I was like, and I was like, oh, wow, I work for Oprah Winfrey. And Oprah walks in and walks in the rooms. OK, everybody. And then I woke up. Oh, and, wow. And, and I and I was having dreams like that for no particular reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, I. I appreciate everything that Oprah has has done. I watched her show, you know, every day. I had an interview to, I had an opportunity to interview her um, executive producer, Sherry Salata, at oh, wow. the time, which which God created that opportunity mm-hmm. um, for, for me to even do that. Yeah. And, and that was all during that time when I was having those dreams, because I was having those dreams. Mm-hmm. Then I got the opportunity to interview um, Sherry. And, um, but it just started happening randomly. And when I, 
usually when I have lucid dreams is usually message in it. So I haven't had any dreams since then, since 2011 like that. But, mm. you know, wouldn't that be something that that happens, you yeah, know, 100%. happened that way, you know, in, in some way. But I think my next goal, I want to I want to do a, a talk show that, that can be in the form of a podcast. That can be in the form of a TV show because don't get it twisted. I don't have to be on TV. Mm. Um and I had someone tell me once who said, oh, well, you guys um, are on TV because you want to be on TV. And this is someone who was in the news business at the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, you just you you on TV because you want to be on TV. You wanted to be on TV. Uh, no, my job just <laughs> my job just happens. And there's a difference. And I'm going to say what I found with the, the young folks that are coming up now uh-huh. and are getting into the news business or whatever the case may be or radio. They want to be instant stars. Yes. They you know, yeah. they, they're coming in. They're coming in with the goal of, oh, I'm going to be on the radio. I'm going to be a radio star or. I'm going to be on, you know, TV and I'm going to be this, 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 that, and the third. And but they're coming, you know, I've got, oh, my hair's got to be right. My, my, the way I dress, my looks, I've got to be, you know, everything right. has to be flashy. This is that and the third, but they mm-hmm. don't put in the work and the craft right. um, in order to get there. Um, it looks easy, you know, what we do, but sometimes it's not. Hey, you got to learn how to read. Right. You got to learn, you got to be sure that you know how to pronounce the important words that everybody should know how to pronounce. 100%. You know? Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? So don't get it twisted. I'm not in TV because I want to be seen. Um, my job just happens to be that I'm on TV and I'm doing news. Just like I'm not on the radio because I want to be heard. My job just happens to be that I'm on the radio. Right. <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, if, you know, and if and if you took the camera away from me, hey, I would be fine. Mm-hmm. I'm just as, you know, and I could be comfortable behind the mic, but I, it's not that I hang my hat on. Oh, my God, I'm a radio personality and thousands of people listen to me every day and I have control over them by what I say. And I can. That's not my goal. That's not the type of person that I am. Right. And I feel that if you're living for that, if, if people are getting into the business and living for that, mm-hmm. it's going to be either a very hard road. You're going to have wake up calls along the way that's going to make you feel like you're not as big and special as you thought in your mind that you were. Mm-hmm. And um, or, you know, are you going to crash and burn or you're going to get so discouraged because you're not getting to where you believe that or think where you should be. Right. A lot of people come in and said, OK, I'm here, but I'm supposed to be over there mm-hmm. or I'm supposed to be up there. And mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, so um, you just got to, you know. Come in, be humble, mm-hmm. and um, and do the job because you love it, right? Not because you, not because you love you, right? See what I'm saying? I yeah. see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. And, yeah, yeah. And I've, mm-hmm. I've, I've have seen, uh, I've seen a few, uh, yeah. You know, people, you know, just want to be, you know, have that fame, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And mm-hmm. y- you could definitely, uh, you could definitely see it for sure. Like it's kind of like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. and you know, they're not really taking the craft serious, but. Yeah, that's uh, mm-hmm. that is that is uh, wow. Like uh, the dreams thing, uh, really uh, really shook mm-hmm. me because that you know I I've had dreams where mm-hmm. I would I would be meeting these these big celebrities, but I just don't yeah. know why. It's like oh, okay, right. I have no mm-hmm. idea why. Like uh, mm-hmm. I believe the one time that really woke me up to the to the fact that, like you were saying earlier about no such thing as coincidences and how everything mm-hmm. is kind of aligned if you if you really see it, um, mm-hmm. was when I had a dream that I think I yeah it was uh, when I met Charlemagne. I met Charlemagne in my yeah. in, in my <laughs> dreams first. Wow, because uh, mm-hmm. it was when. Uh, it was right before his uh, his first book, Black Privilege, when he came to yeah. Charleston and you hosted mm-hmm. and I was in the audience 
And but like but like it was like maybe a year before that, and it was you know him was like uh like Jay Z, a few few big big mm-hmm. celebrities, and yeah, I just didn't know what these dreams meant. I was like, okay, well, I had no idea, didn't really you know pay it too much attention. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's interesting. Right. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. I I didn't forget about it, so it stuck out. But and then a year later, you know, he was coming into town, big book, and and you were yeah. hosting it. And, right. <laughs> and that's why I was like, I'm always like, I'm like not too far behind. Like wherever you are, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, right, right. I'm like there, you know. So it was, it yeah. was amazing. And um, you know, mm-hmm. the conversation that you two had, and you know, with me, I just felt, you know, again, just like a student. Like I just feel like, mm-hmm. you know, I was just taking notes. Yeah. You know, just taking everything yeah. in. And um, and I, you know, I got to meet him. Like him autographed the book, and he knew who I was. Without yeah. without me, you know, really mm-hmm. introducing myself, it's like, oh mm-hmm. wait, you you come on Z, me, you J Rock. Every time I come down yeah. here, I would hear you on the weekends, man. I was like, oh wow, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. I was like, you know, I didn't know you know who I was. Yeah. Like, yeah, and I, you know, obviously I wanted to talk with him some more, but I was in line. I didn't right. want to hold up the line, but like, hey, right. cool. And I just got the autograph and and just left. Yeah. But but uh, and that's the thing about and that's the thing about Charlemagne. He you know he pays attention. Right. Um. He pays attention when you don't think he's paying attention because, you know, when you mentioned that I was hosting, you know, the book thing, mm-hmm. uh, his book tour, I didn't mean to say thanks. I didn't see it as a thing, Charlemagne. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, he, you know, when he asked me to do it, I was like, okay, yeah, sure. When I was thinking to myself, okay, well, why are you asking me? Okay, but I get, okay. Um, I think, you know, Jay was already gone out of town. So, okay, that makes sense. So, you know, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I did it, he sent me an advanced copy of it so I could read it. Right. Um, before, so, you know, I had posted up in, you know, bed and, mm-hmm. and I was reading it. And I think I got to, I think it was page 96. I think I could be wrong. I'm not sure. Yep. And I got to page 96 and he started, you know, he started talking about his time in Charleston. And there was my name. Oh, uh, wow. This is really cool. Mm-hmm. In black and white, you know, in yep. black and white on the pages and I cried. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm such a sensitive person too and everything, you know, touches me in different ways. Yeah. And I, I literally cried because first of all, I was not expecting that. And I um, mean, he was talking about um, how I had called in to tell him some given piece of information and then, you know, gave him some, you know, encouraging words and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But you never know when you live your life and you're free and giving and you want to help people and you want to let them know when they're doing a good job, you know, right. especially if they're starting out. And um, when you're authentic, authentically, you and it's just coming from a good place and a heart, you never know how that affects someone. Mm-hmm. I never thought that, you know, me calling him, you know, up and telling him about something and then adding, Oh, you know, um, you know, keep up the good work or whatever you're going to, you know, you're going to succeed, whatever. And, mm-hmm. um, and still have him remember that. And that mm-hmm. was something that had happened in, you know, the early, late 99, you know, 99, 2000, something like that. 2000, 2000 2001, I think 2000. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2000, yeah. or I think. And um, just to know that, that that was something that stuck with him. Mm-hmm. And um, I was floored, you know, floored by it. And I'm still, a, um, um, I admire what he what he's done. And, you know, I, I, I send him, you know, every once in a while we'll communicate. I'll send him a little something, you know, because I do... Um, I'm a master numerologist too on the side and hey. that's the list of things. And go. whenever, and you know, and, and occasionally I'll, you know, do some things and I'll shoot him a little something. Hey, you know, be on the lookout or be aware of, or these are some things. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's always greeted me with, you know, peace queen or peace queen Tessa or, right. you know, or peace Tessa, you know, whatever, always very, you know, welcoming and, and, and open. So, um, and you can learn a lot from him because he's, you know, he's been, 
you know, talked about and, and yeah. ridiculed. Oh, and, I know. You know, I know. Oh, and, I know. And, the more, and you know what? And the, more, <laughs> you know, the more that happened to him, the more that happened, he kept pushing. Right. And his star just, and his star just kept rising yep. as every, every negative thing, you know, that came in, mm-hmm. you know, um, as that. So it's great to see him rise. And, and then he's going to be back, you know, uh, back on Z93. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and so it's kind of, you know, and it kind of comes full circle. And the thing about it, if I mentioned with the Breakfast Club, you know, we talked about that. Um, a little bit earlier when we started talking. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Jay told me, and if I'm recollecting what uh, Baby Jay told me, um, that Charlemagne before they went before they went syndicated, mm-hmm. uh, Charlemagne went syndicated uh, with the show. Um, he called Jay to let him know, hey man, we're about the show's about the morning show we're doing is about to go, you know, national, and I'm I'm calling it the Breakfast Club, and um, you know, sort of like an homage. <laughs> You know, you know, to what we did. So, mm, wow. um, and you know, that's what Jay told me. I didn't ask Charlamagne about it, but I'm assuming, you know, that's what I'm going with. Right. And, you know, I think that's a huge honor. And it's so strange because I don't know if you remember, I think you were at the station then, still then, um, when we used to have our Jerome Carter, um, yep. master numerologist that we have on. Right. And, Jerome, and, he, and here is the funny thing. Mm-hmm. And, and he was a little off with it. He always said the Breakfast Club is going to be a syndicated show. Oh wow! You guys are going to be syndicated. The Breakfast wow. Club is going to be syndicated, and he was saying that since early 2000. Yeah, he you, know, you know he would always tell that in private. And he'd even said it on the air, and sometimes. But you know what? He was right. He was right. But it but it just wasn't Tess and Baby J. Gotcha. Right. But right. the Breakfast Club was going. To, you know, the Breakfast Club was going to be a national show. Wow. So um, you know, that's you know kind of bittersweet, and to hear you know, and it's coming back full circle, and mm-hmm. the Breakfast Club name is coming. You know, albeit spelled differently, but it's right. coming back after ten. You know, coming back. Uh, you know, after ten years. Yeah. So um, we're being gone, so to speak. But yeah, I mean, Charlemagne's great. Uh, a great example of somebody who keeps grinding and just being himself and being open. Right. You know, right. So, so many people can relate to him, you know, um, dealing with, you know, the mental health issues and stuff and just being open and, and talking about that, that helps people because a lot of people think, you know, the positions that we're in, that our life is wonderful, that mm-hmm. we don't suffer from anything and life is great. You know, I said, I, you know, I've tried to, you know, take my life about three times or whatever, you know, over my lifespan, I've, you know, been depressed and, and things of that nature. So, I mean, we go through things too. And I think when you can be yourself and talk and just, you know, share and, and share as much and be as much of, a, of an open book as you can, mm-hmm. um, people can appreciate that and identify um, with you more and trust you, um, you know, when it comes to things like that. So, wow. yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Look, look at that. Look at that. And you know what's funny? You know what's funny? <laughs> Uh, I mean, drop so many gems there. I'm just picking them all up. But uh, yeah. w- one thing uh, it's funny when you were talking about the uh, the book, like mm-hmm. that was the first book that I read where people were like hitting me up asking because mm-hmm. like that was the first book where I knew pretty much everybody in the book. And I was like, right. that was like a shock to me. I was like, oh, man, I know. <laughs> I know everybody yeah. in this book like this yeah. is. And I guess like with with Charlemagne being an inspiration because, you know, mm-hmm. with, with a similar path of interning at mm-hmm. Z. And, you know, the things that he's went through is kind of, you know, it's like a, mm-hmm. a weird parallel that uh, yeah. that I, in a way, share with him. Um, yeah. But that's why it's kind of like when I, so when I see that, when I see people like Charlemagne, when I see people like yourself and Yanni, it's kind of like, it's just, you know, uh, it's just, I just use it as that, that steam that I, you know, that mm-hmm. I need as far as like, just that drive to, yeah. to want to succeed, but also, again like learning to let go and trust 
uh, trust the timing of everything. And yes, and that's mm-hmm. the thing that, you know, I've, I really felt like, oh, okay, like I'm, I'm starting to like, it was, it's hard, mm-hmm. but I am, yeah. it's like, oh, wow. I'm, st-, you know, I'm able to, mm-hmm. to start to, because with, with everything that happened with the pandemic and, and mm-hmm. with me now having the time to, to focus on building what I'm building mm-hmm. with my podcast and my podcast network, I was, yeah. you know, able to see like, oh, wow, like we were able to be in the, the newspaper, like the, the Post yeah. and Courier covered us. Yeah! So I remember I te- I, thank yeah. you. I was like, no, I got to I got to text Tessa. I got to text. Yeah. I got to text yeah. everybody who's been like, you yeah. know, super uh, supportive. So I was like, I'm just I'm letting everybody know about like 15 copies <laughs> just hanging around. <laughs> but it's just just the little signs. Congratulations. Like, yeah. Thank you. It's just, yeah. just the little signs there to. uh um to keep going like i feel like um yes. i'm on the uh the right track and uh and it's you know thank thank you like seriously yeah. i i oh. you know you uh again you are that that shining i know i you know i put you on a pedestal but like i yeah. to me i believe you deserve it you deserve to be there well, it's like you. yeah and, and again thank i don't i know we're you know i know you're not perfect i know you know mm-hmm. have you have days like you're human being but uh, yeah. you know with this being a comic book podcast so i'm gonna try to bring it full circle uh yeah because you know i I, you know i love superheroes and stuff okay yeah i'm like Mm -hmm. you are a superhero to me you are my superhero in this and uh and before yeah and before (laughs) before we wrap this up because i don't want to you know take too much of your time um gotta ask you like a nerd question so okay (laughs) <laughs> now are you know in in the nerd world like are is there like a is there yeah. like a character that you like really loved or still love um and are you are mm. you a fan of any of the uh superhero genre films like the MCU DC uh-huh. um yeah yeah I will say I will say this um I love um why am I drawing a play? I'm, <laughs> um, Iron Man. Okay. Uh, I love Iron Man. He's my absolute favorite. And I think just watching, um, I watched the last movie that uh, came out. The um, Is it Endgame? Help me. Avengers Endgame? No. No, no, no. The last movie with the, the, the director's cut. The uh, Oh, Zack Snyder? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Justice League? Yeah, Zack Snyder's. Yeah, Justice yeah. League. Uh-huh. Um, I really, because I grew up watching, you know, I grew up watching Superman, watching uh, Batman and Robin and and watching Wonder Woman. But I really uh, drew closer to Wonder Woman this time. Not, you know, not just because, you know, we're the same gender or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But I saw her strength, especially um, when, uh, what's the guy? I'm I'm terrible with names. Um, The me, the guy, the, in this last one, you know, the guy with the, who they were fighting. (laughs) <laughs> they were fine. Oh, in the in the in Zack Snyder's. In the, yeah, yeah. Oh, are you talking about uh? You, are you talking about Dark Side? Or are you talking um? Yeah, not Dark Side. The the main one before you got to the or was he Dark Side? You know the main one that they were fighting and trying to and Wonder Woman. Uh, oh yeah. He yeah. Well, okay. he tried to and I feel like and I'm bad at being a nerd and I'm, and I'm terrible with names sometimes. And I can't remember, but you see where I'm going with it. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So especially when you know. They were told that he would try to prey on their weakness. Mine, I think it was Cyborg that said that he will try to, um, you know, get in your head and talk about your past. Or somebody told Cyborg that or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But to see that he was trying to say, you left your, 
you know, your sisters, you did this and that. And she kind of faltered a little bit. Steppenwolf. And, that's that's you're talking about? Ste- Steppenwolf. Thank yeah. you. Yes, that is it. Ding, mm-hmm. ding, ding. That is it. Steppenwolf. <laughs> and, and he was, you know, he was telling her that. And she kind of came just, you know, just for just for a brief second or whatever. She kind of came. But then she came back and was like, you know, no, that is not. That's a lie. I'm not believing that. And I think what I can take from that is no matter what your inner mind tells you mm-hmm. that you are. Um, and it's the opposite of what you believe yourself to be, that you have to fight through that and you have to keep, you know, you have to keep pushing forward. And I also enjoyed, I've been a, a new fan now of Cyborg and I didn't know, you know, much of him or, or his backstory until I watched that. Right. Um, and I could really appreciate, you know, what he went through and just the strength and just the, you know, his powers uh, and what he can do and, and his strength and of the mind and just, um, and it kind of, when I said, I could see you playing that, you know, ah. so, you know, because I, like, oh, I even, because I think I even told my boyfriend said, he reminds me of like Jay rock <laughs> I've heard you know? that. Yep. I've you heard have, that. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, and so, but, you know, Iron Man, uh, and it just could be just because of Robert Downey. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Iron, yeah. Iron Can't Man go wrong with Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wonder Woman. I've added Cyborg now to my list. Okay. And I'll always and forever be a fan of Superman. Um, that's, you know, who I grew up with and I just, you know, love his story of, you know, his family having to send him away and say mm-hmm. the world, which was kind of like what my mom did to me. And I was raised by another, you know, family from the time I was five months old. Wow. Um, and just, you know, trying to find and still trying to find my place, mm-hmm. um, uh, in the world while also growing up and still trying to figure out where I fit in. Oh, um, okay. You know, between, yeah. uh, and you know what? And I'm just having a revelation at revelation as I'm telling you this now because Superman had to, you know, figure out how does he fit in and superhero right. fit in with the powers that he has fit in in this particular world. And I was always trying to find my space in the, my birth family mm-hmm. and finding a space uh, within the family um, uh, that I was raised in. And at times during my life, not feeling like I, I belong to either. Oh, wow. And um, so I kind of, you know, still. Yeah, so yeah, but Superman will always be at the top. So I'd have to say Superman, Iron Man. Nope, Superman, Wonder Woman, uh, Iron Man, and Cyborg. Well, maybe Cyborg is kind of taking the place now of Iron Man. So oh, but that okay. would be, um, yeah, but that would be um, the, my, the people that I identify with, the superheroes that um, I identify with and enjoy. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, that... you, put me on a, you put me on a spot with I that did. one. Man. I, I did. Sev- I had severe bad recall. That's okay. What's the, name of What's the name of the thing? Who's the whatever? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many. There's so many. I'm, it's all right. No judgment. Yeah, it's too many to it's keep too up many. with. It's too many. It's okay, though. It's all right. Awesome. Yeah, well, yeah. thank yeah. you so much for this. Uh, oh, man. This, you know, I, I don't even want to call this an interview. This is more like, uh, like it's been a, a therapy. This session a therapy session, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, so many things yeah. that uh, that you said. Obviously, I'm a you know replay this over and over again just to pick up so many gems that you that you dropped uh, for the listeners and especially for me because uh, you know this was definitely uh, something that I'm gonna take hold of and. And as far as encouragement, because there's a lot of things that you said that really like, oh, okay. Like, I, I feel I feel better. Um, I've always oh, had I've always okay. had confidence. Um, mm-hmm. And I've always, you know, believed in in myself and what I'm doing. Uh, but also sometimes, you know, that little that little sneaky, you know, inkling of self-doubt, you know, might pop in every once in a while. Uh 
but just you know the conversation that we had and and with you being such a a calming because I feel like that calming energy uh that you're you know just yeah. come across and I'm like oh okay this this feels like okay you know it's kind of you know not saying you know if it, it feels like very motherly you know it's like sometimes Uh-oh. sometimes because so, I'm mother hey, I'll mother you in a minute I'm, <laughs> right I'm just like you know sometimes you gotta call sometimes I gotta call my mom sometimes just to be like yeah. you know hey is everything you know am I gonna be okay I'm like of course like you're you know so just the the things that you've been you've been through from the you know the little that you've uh kind of displayed to to me and the audience uh really helped like a lot to where it's like, okay all right so I am I am on the right okay cool you know, so, mm-hmm. um, but again, I, I thank you for this and hopefully thank the listeners you. out there had, uh, had a great time listening. I'm sure they do. Cause it's, uh, and we're definitely going to be waiting for that podcast. So, uh, if you, okay. if you thought, like if, said, if you I'm thought I was on, on you, you if you thought I was on you, if you thought it was a hard J rock in this whole thing, we won't stop bothering me about this, doing this, this interview really quick. So if you thought it was bad, just get ready. You know what? And you know what? And I appreciate that because we all need, you know, in our lives, um, someone who can hold us accountable for our dreams, mm-hmm. um, especially if you've spoken them out loud. OK, well, then what is it that you're doing? And um, and I've, and I've got to get better with that because I'll have these ideas or these dreams and and I don't always do what I need to do, or what I'm supposed to do to to because obviously if the seed is planted and I said it, it mm-hmm. was put there for a reason. It wasn't by, you know, by accident, right. or coincidence. Right. Um, it's supposed to be there. But in order for it to come to life, we've got to take action and and move forward fearlessly and don't worry about is this going to fail? Is it going to succeed? But just go forth and do it. Awesome. Wise words, wise <laughs> words right there. See why? See, audience, you see why I idolize. I, I idolize this woman right here. She's the queen. Everything I, you know, hey, oh. I, I, I love you to death, and I just want to love I, you back. I just want to let you, you know this, and and again, you know, keep shining, keep doing what you're doing, because you know you have you have okay. students, myself, and and oh. thousands, and soon to be millions once that talk show. Once oh, that wow. talk show happens, soon to be right. millions are going to be like, hey, <laughs> yes, Tessa Smith. I can see it. I can see it. It's oh, real as day. All right. Real as day. Oh, and, you give, I'm, getting good, I'm getting goosebumps right now. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And I also right. got to, I didn't know you did numerology, so I got to talk to you. Yeah. I got to talk to you about that. Well, you know that. that. Hey, yeah, haul at me. I got you. All right. All right. Well, uh, thank you all again right. so much for being a part of the, the comic section interview series. And uh, and again, guys, make sure you follow Miss Tessa Spencer on social media. Do you want to give out your social media handles or anything? Yeah, you know, I think on Facebook, I'm just Tessa Spencer. I've got two pages. One is a black and white. That's my personal page. I'm not active on. So just look for the one that looks more of like a TV thing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, that one. And on Twitter, I'm um, at T Spencer TV. Gotcha. Yeah, Instagram. I'm not on Instagram. I don't like Instagram. Mm-hmm. I don't because I don't like posting things yeah. about myself or pictures. You know, that's not my thing. I realize Instagram is not my thing. Okay. So um, I'm not on there. But Facebook, uh, Tessa Spencer, and um, Twitter at T Spencer, and that's with a C. Uh, TV. Awesome. Okay. And and if always, you know, they can find you on the air as well. Am I correct? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot go. about that. Yeah, I do work on uh, Magic, uh, <laughs> on Magic, uh, Magic one hundred seven point three FM, and um, on TV, ABC News for uh, weekday evenings five, six, seven, and eleven. 
There we go. All right. Well, as always, make sure you tune in. And thank you guys so much for another episode of the Comic Section Interview Series with guests Tessa Spencer. God bless everybody. Thank you, J-Rock.